Radio. The prophet Jeremiah delivers some hard words for the bad shepherds of Israel. And the shepherds, among others, contain the priests. The priests are some of those shepherds, the religious leaders. And what have these bad shepherds done? Well, they've let God's people be scattered and destroyed. They've not taken care of the people. They've let them wander away. And after the message that Jeremiah delivers from the Lord of judgment, there is also this message of hope that follows. Where Jeremiah delivers this message from the Lord. I will raise up shepherds to look after them and pasture them. No fear, no terror for them anymore. Not one shall be lost. It is the Lord who speaks. I think we can see in this prophecy, this message of hope, a reference to the priesthood that Jesus Christ institutes in the sacrament of holy orders. In particular, a reference to the bishops and priests that will be ordained. Bishops and priests are ordained, after all, to look after the flock, to look after the people of God, to pasture them, protect them, to feed them with the grace of the sacraments. St. John Vianney, the Curie of ours, once said that the priesthood was the love of the heart of Jesus. The love of the heart of Jesus. Why is that true? Well, because it's through the gift of the priesthood that Jesus ministers to us. When a priest is ordained, he isn't just given a job. He's not just given a special role. He is actually changed at the level of his being. He is configured to Christ in a very unique way. It's Christ the head of the body. We're all configured to Christ in a way at baptism, but in ordination, we're configured in this special way to Jesus Christ, the priest. So whenever a priest is celebrating a mass or hearing a confession or baptizing a baby or anointing a sick person, we can say that it's actually Jesus Christ who is doing all these things through them in virtue of their ordination. So the priest is like a very privileged vehicle of the presence of Jesus Christ in the world. It's the way that we receive the touch of Jesus Christ, really, in our life most often. Jesus Christ blesses us through the hands of priests and bishops. He absolves us through the hands of priests and bishops. He anoints us through their hands. And of course, we receive the Eucharist through their hands. But we must be careful in talking about this wonderful gift of the priesthood not to get the wrong end of the stick, which has happened in the past, less so today. Because even though the priesthood is and should be considered this awesome gift to the church from Jesus Christ, we know this gift comes to us in the form of earthenware vessels, in the form of human beings. The priests that Jesus Christ calls are human beings. 
Called to an awesome mission, yes, but fragile and to some degree always sinful, just like everybody else, just like every other human being apart from Our Lady that's existed. So when we proclaim this truth about the great gift of the priesthood and thank God for it, we shouldn't think it's the same thing as saying, well, all priests are really holy and all round great human beings. It just so happens that in St. Joseph's Castleford, that's the case. But, um, good, you laugh, that's good, you know I'm joking. But sadly, we all know that they're not. We know that they're, they're human beings. Bishop John Arnold, um, who's the Bishop of Salford, was giving a talk to some young men interested in the priesthood recently. And he was talking about Mark's gospel in particular, and the way that those first apostles are presented. And he basically said, if you look at the text of Mark's gospel, which we heard from today, in fact, you realise that the apostles are hopeless failures, really. Jesus is constantly telling them off, constantly accusing them of not understanding even basic things. He seems to be almost losing patience with them. And he would, with some justification of being able to turn around and say, look, fellows, it's, it's not working. It's, uh, it, was, it was a good idea. It was a good plan. But really, I think we have to appoint some other apostles because you're really not getting it. You're really not up to the mark. But Jesus doesn't do that. And we know that despite their failure to understand, despite their ineptitude, Despite their fragility, Jesus chooses them and he chooses to impart his great gifts through them. And that's, of course, still the case today. But it should give us heart, all of us, because we are all, in a sense, chosen to be his disciples. In different ways, we are called to bring that message of salvation to the whole world. And often we feel inadequate. We feel like we are poor human vessels. But nevertheless, Jesus Christ chooses us. And in the end, there is only one true priest, only one true shepherd. And that is the good shepherd, Jesus himself. God made man dwelling among us. And in the gospel, we see the good shepherd. We see Jesus, the true priest, ministering as a priest to those first apostles. He listens to them, listens to everything that they've done and all that they've taught. And then he gives them some very good advice. He says, come away to a lonely place and rest a while. Why? Because Jesus knows that they are human beings like all of us. And one thing we're not always very good at is realising that we are human beings. Sometimes God has to remind us of our humanity. The fact that even when we want to care for others, when we want to give of ourselves to others, we also actually have to look after ourselves. That self-care is a part of care for others. That caring for our humanity, our the human reality that we are, that we're bodies that get tired, you know, that we need um, a rest when we've been emotionally fraught. All these truths about ourselves as human beings, we need to be reminded of those 
things from time to time by the Lord. Because if we don't, then very soon we find that we burn out or we have a breakdown and we have nothing left to give. So self-care, looking after ourselves, is not the same as selfishness or putting ourselves at the centre of the universe. It's actually in virtue of those people we care for, whether they're our children, our husband, our wife, whoever it may be that is in our life and that we have relationships with, it's in virtue of caring for them that we care for ourselves properly. Remember the command of the scriptures, love your neighbour as yourself. So that command to love ourselves also comes from the Lord. So Jesus points his apostles and points us to the need from time to time to recharge and fill our batteries and to remember the simple truth that we are not God, we are not Jesus Christ, we are fragile human beings. When a priest is ordained, he, for that first year of priesthood, he gives traditionally first blessings to people. And there's a beautiful tradition when somebody receives the first blessing of a priest that they take the hands of the priest and they kiss the palms of those hands, acknowledging the fact that those hands are now consecrated, are anointed through the rite of ordination. But that kissing of the hands is not saying that this priest, again, is somehow special, this particular human being. That kiss is directed to Jesus Christ as, an, as a sign of gratitude for the fact that Jesus Christ wants to touch our lives by operating through these ordinary men. He wants to be the love in the world that we're all called to be. And he wants to be that love through our hands, using us as his instruments. Let's give thanks for the gift of the priesthood that touches all of our lives, that we all rely on. Let's give thanks to Jesus Christ who shines through the person of the priest. As a free, not-for-profit service, Cradio requires the support of people like you to help keep us going in our mission. To donate, visit cradio.org.au slash donate.